0: Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own Rebel Energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, welcome back my Rebels to another episode of the Rebel Energy Podcast. I'm so excited to have all you virtual assistants back here with me. And today's topic I know is going to resonate with every single one of you in some capacity, maybe more so with some than others. Now, this is something that I struggled with so much in my virtual assistant business so, so much as a new VA. I was addicted to (laughs) people-pleasing. I didn't. I'm in recovery now. It's a lot better, but it took me a long, long time to get comfortable with standing up to my clients. So we're going to be talking about your mindset around delivering your service, managing boundaries, all of that good stuff. So Go get your glass of wine if you haven't, whatever. I've been really, really loving Moscow Mules lately. It's kind of been my go-to beverage, but I don't know how to make one at home. (laughs) But get a drink, get a notepad, a pen if you need to, write down whatever it is that resonates the most with you, and let's dive in. So one thing that I've been hearing a lot lately from our Rockslot Academy clients or even VAs in the DMs as well is that... Their client, actually, they're not ready for a virtual assistant. And here is why. Because they're confusing what a virtual assistant does with a business coach. So, for example, one of our RSA clients landed this client and one thing that she's been struggling with is landing her own clients in her business. And so she's actually been telling my Rock Salt Academy client, well, you know, if we don't get more clients this month, then I'm not going to be able to keep you on next month. Or um, she's also been saying, well, we need to get, we need to get more clients. Like I've hired you. It's been two weeks, two whole weeks, guys. Oh my goodness. And I'm not seeing results. Now, the funny thing is, is what this RSA client of mine is doing for her is content, and posting and scheduling, but she's not actually writing the content. So this client of hers is getting upset with her for literally scheduling out her posts and getting upset that she's not getting clients, all right? Now, there's so many things wrong with this situation (laughs) that she's currently going through. So number one, I want every single one of you to remember that at the end of the day, your job as a virtual assistant is literally to complete the tasks that are being delegated to you. That is it. You are not a business coach. So if they're hiring you and they're like, okay, your job is is, is gonna get to get me more clients, that is probably not going to be an ideal client for you, all right, unless you are a lead gen expert and you've invested in a program or a course where you're a closer in the DMs basically, right? But if you are not, then that's not going to be an ideal client for you. And here is why. If they are unable to land clients on their own without a virtual assistant, they should be taking that money that they're paying you and going and investing in a business coach first. They need to be out of their nine to five. They need to be nearly booked out, if not booked out, and already have a marketing technique in their business. Now, I can see both sides of this because I've been on the side of being a virtual assistant and getting hired on, and my client has no effing idea what to do with me. They don't know how to delegate. They, they're they not being a leader in their business. And as a business owner, this is going to be huge. So here's a story for you guys. When I brought on my amazing DM virtual assistant, and she's a co-coach in Roxanne Academy now as well, but I brought her on. My coach recommended her to me. They were like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Bring her on. Okay. And it was about two weeks in and I wasn't really seeing the results that I was wanting. So I was on a call with my coach and I'm talking to her about everything. And she's like, well, you know, when you brought her on, did you train her? I'm like, what, well, what did you mean? Did I train her? Right? Because in my mind, I'm like, well, She's she's a, a a DM specialist. Like she should know everything. And Shelby's freaking amazing, right? She knew what she needed to do a part of her job on her own, but she didn't know what she needed to be doing specifically in my DMs. She didn't know what my goal was. She didn't know like really what I was selling, which was usually Rock Slot Academy. I, I didn't know what I didn't know. I brought someone on and just expected her to basically read my mind, right? Now, looking back, I'm like, geez, Jade, you dumbass. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but it, it never even, for whatever reason at that time, it never even occurred to me. So I brought her on. I trained her. I walked her through everything. And boom, by the third and fourth week, we had so many sales calls booked, all right? If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basic dot com to get started. Now, the other thing is, well, too, and problem, just like what I did with Shelby of like, well, I'm not seeing results after two weeks. And like what I was talking about earlier, my Rocksled Academy client who has her client saying, well, you know, it's been two weeks and I haven't landed any clients yet. Here's the big issue with that is there's always a learning curve, right? You're literally bringing on a team member. You're learning about how they work. They're learning how you delegate. There's going to always be that learning curve there where you guys are learning how you guys can best work together. The other main important part is you cannot expect a change. Two weeks later, whatever you start to implement today you are not going to see results from that for another six weeks, sometimes eight weeks. And during those six weeks, you have to be consistent. So for example, we have quadrupled our numbers of lead gen. We have really, really big goals that we're wanting to hit before the end of the year. So I started to do that like middle or no beginning of September, I believe. And I'm a very impatient person, you guys, okay? That's one of my faults. I'm working on it Always, It's been 32 years of working on it. I am. And about a month in, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so frustrated, not seeing results. And even my business coach had to remind me, Jade, you're not going to see results for about six weeks. Like you've got, like you're doing all the right things. Your numbers look great. Hang in there. Keep doing what you're doing. And guess what? Business freaking exploded on that sixth week, okay? So, If you are like Shelby, for example, and you're offering lead gen and DM management, you should be putting in your contract that, hey, this is going to be a three-month-long contract because you, being the DM expert, you know it's going to take about three months for your clients to actually see the results of what you're able to do. So before I hired on Shelby, there was another DM expert that I was talking with, and that's exactly her stipulation as well too, as well as Shelby's. Like you will have to sign a three month contract with me because you have to be patient. And it usually takes about three months for you to really see the work that we're doing. So If that's something that you're doing and you're hearing maybe from your clients, well, it's been, you know, two weeks or four weeks. You've been in my DMs. You've you've been doing lead gen. I'm not seeing results. You are the expert. It is your job to educate your clients that, hey, this is what we're doing. This is a process. And this is why we're going to have you sign a two or three month long contract because you're not going to be able to see results in four weeks, right? Obviously, they'll see results, but it's going to take a little bit longer. So maybe to show them actual client case studies of, hey, this is so-and-so. They came on working with me. This is where they started off at. And by three months, this is where we got them to. Now, another big piece of this is that you have to let them know that this is only one ingredient to the recipe, right? So when it comes to landing clients, no matter what kind of business you have, you hire on one person to do one thing, that is only one ingredient to the recipe that they're looking for, which is being booked out, right? Or getting more clients, or bringing in 50K months, et cetera, et cetera. So again, you need to educate them on what they need to be doing. So that first DM expert that I chatted with, she actually told me, she's like, I can be in the DMs for you, you know, for two hours a day, but if you're not doing your job, which is posting consistently, then you're not actually going to see results. And so with that RSA client that I have with her client, that was another issue as well. She's not even writing the content. She's literally going and scheduling the content, putting it all together for her, but her client is actually writing the content. So her client's sitting there getting upset because this RSA client of mine is not getting her any clients, but she's only scheduling the content and her client is not showing up on her Instagram stories. She's not doing lead generation. She's not having conversations in the DMs. She's not getting on sales calls with potential clients. Her client needs a business coach because a good business coach will tell you that you cannot hope, wish, and pray for clients to land in your lap just from posting content. And it's not even good content at that. Her client needs to be showing up. And so I really loved... That DM expert telling me which guys, if you see me, that's my non-negotiable. I always, always have an Instagram story up Monday through Friday sometimes on the weekend too that because I know that's an important piece to the puzzle, to the ingredient. I cannot expect Shelby to be in the DMs, doing Lee Gen, answering all the DMs for me, and then I'm not putting out any content. I'm not showing up consistently. I'm not even like hopping in the DMs and sending voice notes, no. So virtual assistants, I know, because this was me as well too, I know it can be scary to stick up for yourself. I know it can be scary to not take on everything in your business. But like I told that RSA client that we have right now, I told her, you are doing what you need to be doing as a virtual assistant. Your role is not a business coach, You cannot get on the Instagram stories for your client. So it's time for you to have that tough conversation and have those boundaries with her and say, hey, so-and-so, I understand that you're upset that you're not landing clients. However, I am not writing the content. I'm just scheduling it out. You are not going to get clients just from posting consistently. You need to be showing up and giving value on your Instagram stories You need to be having someone doing lead gen. You need to have someone answering your DMs and your content needs to be better. And then offer them a solution. So like I told my RSA client, tell her, hey, I can actually get in the DMs for you. Here's my idea that we can do for lead generation. And another important part of lead generation too, just like I told my RSA client, that business owner needs to have done their market research. So, once again, if your VA client has never done market research, they don't know who their ideal client is. They're trying to talk to everybody. How are you going? Do you guys see how this all ties in together? How are you going to be able to go do good lead generation with, and finding her ideal clients, his or her ideal clients, if your client doesn't even know who they're talking to? So again that's a red flag that they need to be hiring a business coach, not a virtual assistant, all right? I did not hire a virtual assistant in my VA coaching business until I had multiple clients. I was on sales calls all the time and I needed some, but I also had amazing strategies already in place because that's how I was landing clients. So if you're talking to an ideal client, And by ideal, I mean maybe you work with mindset coaches or talking to a mindset coach. That alone does not make them ideal. They need to be out of their nine-to-five. They need to be already landing clients left and right, and they already need to have at least the basic strategies in place. Obviously, as a DM expert, you can hop in there. You can revamp. You can restructure You can multiply that, but if they don't even have the basics down, if they don't even know who they're talking to, as a mindset coach, they should not be hiring a virtual assistant. They should be hiring a business coach, all right? Literally, your job as a virtual assistant is to have tasks delegated out to you and for you to complete those tasks. That is it. So make sure that you have those boundaries with your clients in place. All right, another thing that I want you guys to think about and or to keep in mind, why did you start your virtual assistant business? Did you start your virtual assistant business to work weekends, to miss it on dinners because you're answering Voxer messages or your client threw something in your lap last minute? Now, I guarantee there's a ton of you right now that are saying no. And if you are saying yes, I want you to really, really think about that. Maybe you work on Saturdays instead because you want Mondays off to be with your husband who's a police officer, okay? I get that. But if you are allowing your clients to walk all over you and you are at their beck and call and you are working on weekends and you are hopping into their account on the DMs, after you've already done your hours for them for the day. You need to quit setting that precedent, all right? It is just like a romantic relationship, okay? We all have those boundaries, even with our significant others where we are not gonna be taken advantage of, right? It's the same thing. This is a relationship that you have with your client, And so if you are coming into the relationship and you are allowing them to talk down to you, which I've had clients do, I literally had a client one time say, I don't know what your other clients have you do, but I'm actually going to expect you to use your brain. Yes, that's what she said to me. All right. She was paying me, I remember this, she was paying me $240 a month. It got to the point where I was like, this is not even worth the stress and the anxiety. And I fired her after 10 days. I was like, this is not even worth it, right? So it's super important that as you are onboarding new clients, that you are setting those boundaries up front. Even if it's in your contract, you still, guys, here's the thing. I never had one client of mine read my effing contract, which it had in there. You have to give me a two-week notice. You know, these are the hours that I will work, not one. So what I had to do was actually go put in the welcome email my boundaries. I put in there, I work from 8 to 4. You know, you are on a 5 hour week package. So that means I will be in your account for one hour per day, right? If you need something after 5 p.m. and you send me a Voxer message, I will get back to you the next morning, right? I answer my boxer first thing in the morning, whatever. You need to put those out in front of your client because here's the thing. And I, guys, I've been coaching for three years. I see it all the time. You give them an inch, they will take a foot. They ask for a favor one time. They will keep taking advantage. I see it all the time. So, I know because I'm the same way. I need to learn the hard lessons myself. My coach told me to not do so many things. I went and did it. I had to learn those lessons for myself. So if you're like, well, I love this client. They're so great. They're so nice to me. I'm going to to work after 6 p.m. this one time. It's your business. You do what you need to do. All right? You do what your gut tells you to do. And maybe two they will be the unicorn client where they won't take advantage. But a lot of people will take advantage. So every time they overstep that boundary, go back and say, hey, last week I did this favor for you because your kid was sick and this email needed to go out. However, I don't want to set this precedent. From here on out, I will not be working after 6 p.m. Keep reverting them back. And if they keep crossing the line... That is not an ideal client. You want to work with someone who respects your business. You have a life outside of your VA business. You have children. Maybe you're married. You have a family. You have parents. Whatever it is, you need to stay strong, okay? For whatever reason in the online space, it gets very, very easy. That slope becomes more slippery. And before you know it, you are stressed the F out. Okay, that was me. Before I hired my my VA coach, I had a client who paid me after the fact. She was like, well, this is what I'm going to pay you. I was always chasing payments. And so, yes, I became a stickler for getting paid up front for not doing any work until the invoice came through. And if they didn't give me a two-week notice, I charged them for that two weeks regardless if they wanted me to work on their account anymore or not. Because at the end of the day, you have a family to support. Maybe it's just you. It doesn't matter. You have bills to pay. You have other responsibilities. And they signed a legal binding contract. So I don't want any of you to think, well, I'll be a bitch if I, you know, send this email reminding them that, like, I'm not working after 5 p.m. Guys, you are not being a bitch. I think as women, we are so scared. And guys, this was me too. I don't want to be a bitch. I said that to myself so many times. I don't want to be a bitch. I don't, I don't want to make them mad and lose my client. At the end of the day, if they're going to get upset because you are reminding them of your boundaries, they're not going to be an ideal client anyways. And all that's going to happen is they're just going to keep taking advantage of you. All right. Just like that shitty boyfriend that you had in high school. They will keep walking all over you if you allow it. So I hope this empowered you. This is your permission slip to start setting a precedent in your business of the way that you want your business to be ran the way that you want to be respected, the way that you want to be talked to, the way that you want to be treated. You deserve it. You did not leave your nine to five or maybe you're still at your nine to five. You're not busting your balls to leave your nine to five to be disrespected in a virtual assistant business that you started, all right? This is not corporate. You are not being forced to work with shitty ass people anymore. So get rid of that toxic client that you've been waiting and putting off because, well, they're my highest paying client. I promise you, I've seen this so many times, when you release the toxic client, the universe rewards you with a client that you actually love and deserve, all right? So, you guys are badasses, I love you all, this is actually the end of my season two podcast. So, season three will be launching here in the next month or so, so keep your eyes peeled. I'm not going to release the date yet, but it will be happening. So, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing Christmas new year and I will see you in 2023. I hope that you enjoyed today's show and if you did then please hit subscribe and remember you are amazing you are worthy and you are capable. Until next time Rebels